Joe from Pacific Radio. You're listening to Rock at Night. Keep listening. Hi everyone, this is Sandra from Rockin' Night and I have the pleasure of having Joe Robinson from the band Pacific Radio. Hey Joe, how's, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> it's doing real well. It's a beautiful morning in Southern California. Uh, that's awesome. And you guys have a very special day coming up on December 8th. And what is that? It's a big day. Our, our debut album comes out. That is it's awesome. Our, it's our our first collection of 12 banging rock and roll songs. It's a burner. Let me tell you that. <laughs> now, I appreciate you guys sending me ahead of time uh, a copy of all the songs in the album. And I cannot express how much I fell in love with every single song. Oh, you're making me feel good over here. <laughs> There's just like some bands where... Okay, one or two songs is okay, you know, it's like you buy an album and it's just two songs that you like, but this album, when I, the first song, I actually, I didn't hear it, I saw, I saw the video of it, and it was Kitchen Table. <laughs> nice, nice. And I was like, wow, I'm like, you had me at the music, you had me at the Speedo, or whatever you were wearing, and you had me it, at that... It, it, <laughs> The 70s. It's a robe and a, yeah, it's a robe and a speedo. It's and, a casual look. And I love, I have to say, I, the 70s porno mustache, which I love. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's a bold choice and a beautiful thing, but I'm, I'm running with it, you know? You guys, the, the video itself is amazing. Um, what, what is that song about? Uh, it's like like most of of the album. It's it's being wronged by 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 a girl. You know, it's, it's like it's it's kind of a it's kind of a jaded. It was a jaded time in my life where I'm like, yeah, you know, that's not gonna work on me. It might work on every other, you know, and then and then, and then you go. It might, <laughs> it might work on a chump, but it's not gonna work on this fella. <laughs> now, did she really? You know, <laughs> did she really throw your uh, recorder out the window? That was a true story of a friend of mine, and I, I was like, I'm going to put that in a song someday. We were picking him up from his apartment over in Silver Lake, and he was picking up his stereo in in the yard, and, and he was like, "My girlfriend's going crazy. Let's get out of here." And we helped him pick it up and kind of put it the garbage over the side of like. I'm like, I'm going to use that, but I'm going to say how much the tape deck meant to me. <laughs> and not you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love. and I, I like, like, it, it, it really hurt when you threw it out of the window, but yeah, I really but, missed the tape deck. But you got a new <laughs> one, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a zinger. I threw a zinger at the gal. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I love the end of the video where the girl is sitting there and she's like, Tara, for the, the young kids who don't know what tape cassettes are, when she's at the end of the video just throwing the, uh, yeah, the yeah. tape. <laughs> it's awesome video. Uh, you're, I appreciate that. The, the style of your music, you guys, I, I read somewhere, uh, someone compared you to Weezer and early Foo Fighters, which I kind of think it's unfair because I don't think, I think you guys are just your own unique sound. And I, and that's what I love about your music because I was like, wow, you know, it's, it's very rare for me to enjoy an album and like every single song in this one, I'm like, it's stuck in my head. Kitchen table stuck in my head. Katie, I love. Hey. I love the song Katie. That's another. It's a sweet. Is, I, is that a sweet song? Is that a true love song? Kate, there's, there are a lot of Katie's. <laughs> there, there, is, there, there isn't a past girl named Katie, but that, that song is, is a collection of true stories. If I, if I can be vague and... and partially specific, I guess. It, it, yeah, I, I, I'm not naming names, but, but it, yeah, I mean, everybody gets gets torn up, you know, yeah. and everybody sees the reality that, like, wow, there's this prize at the end that I'll, I'll never get the prize, and then you just admire the prize from a distance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, especially today. I don't know. Chicks are just Chicks are crazy. I'm 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 a girl. I'm gonna I'm gonna Chicks say are it. crazy. Chicks hey, are I, crazy. I wasn't gonna go there. I, I wasn't gonna it. do that. <laughs> I admit it. I have my crazy times. I it's it must be a hormonal thing, but yes, we get crazy. <laughs> we throw shit. I'm no I'm I'm known to throw stuff. It's just like when I heard right? the song, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Right? <laughs> I don't finally, know. Finally finally we get the the girl that yeah, I'm crazy as shit. All right. Yeah, we all are. I just put it in song. <laughs> and your songs are, even though your songs are about love and it could be good love, bad love, they're all fun. And it kind of tells people, it's okay to be in love. It's okay to hurt. But life goes on. Move on. Let's have fun. And that's what Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going uh, I'm to... I'm for someone who hasn't heard us and listening to this, it sounds like a bunch of ballads by NSYNC or something. Oh, it's geez. not. It's not. It, it's love with a, with a six-pack of Coors Light Tall Boys exactly. and, and a really fast car. You know, it, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's love and a party at the same time. Exactly. You know, it's, it's like everybody, everybody can have their, their hand in the air singing along to a song and go like, shit, man, I felt like that too one time, you know? Exactly. But, you know, let, let's, let, let's, let's. And Let's dance to the rock and roll and enjoy, you know? It's, it, you know, and I hate the songs where guys just like, oh my God, I miss her. I, I, and, and it's like, oh, I don't want to, I, I don't want to sit here and cry today. I don't feel like crying today. I want to hear a song like Kitchen Table where I just want to like, you know, I'm pissed off and I'm happy that it just, things go on, things move on. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, 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 you want a curveball. Yeah. In a song. Like, you want to be like, yeah, man, this sucks and everything sucks. But then at the end, you're like, I kind of feel bad. You know, it's like, it's like your, it's like your comparison to, or, or your anti-comparison to Foo Fighters and Weezer. Yes. That's kind of a, with, with, when you, when you have like a melodic rock and roll song with guitars, bass, and drums banging out music, and you got a melody, a good melody, and a, and a, 
it's really easy to for, for an audience now to throw out the, the big guns like a Weezer, which I'm flattered by. Yeah. The Weezer and the Food Fighters and whatnot. That's a, that's huge, and I love it. Yeah, there is. But I mean, the audience, a lot of audiences now don't even know anything except the Food Fighters and Weezer to compare it to because they're they're bombarded, they're overloaded with with you know like synthesized track pop exactly. music where the themes are big and the stars are with us tonight, you know, and it's like this this overwhelming positive inspirational poster on your bedroom wall when you're 12. You know, it's like, hang in there, man. We're going to do, yeah, it's not, it's not like that, but, but we're banging out rock and roll songs and, and you know, yeah, every, every girl's, every, everyone's had a girl wake up in their high heels. <laughs> no, and I, and I write a song about it. You know, you went out a little hard last night. You woke up in your high heels. That's a high five and a, you, you know, watch yourself because that might catch up. <laughs> now, um, what I found extremely interesting about your music is you guys have like this, this great talent with changing the tempo, like the song Weekend. It starts out with, it's a pure fun rock and roll song and then all of a sudden you change the tempo and it just changes to a different rhythm and it just and then it goes back and i think that is so hard to do in music uh, without being cool without sounding corny but you guys just like are like dead on with everything with uh, almost all your songs have that and i was i'm just yeah honest. yeah we we, we, we try to mix it up. We, we try to keep a listener, you know, the attention span of a listener is, is, is shrinking and shrinking by the minute, so you got to keep people interested. And, and that's one, that's a huge way to do it, and that goes way back to the, you know, the early days of rock and roll. Break it down, man. Break it down. and it's, some, it's, it's, it's fun to play with and see what works and throw in a different tempo. Like in Whiskey, we swing it in the middle, and it goes into this weird... Yes. And Whiskey Girl, Whiskey Girl, I'm sorry. And it goes into this weird, like, yes. vocal thing and pretty guitars, and then right back into... Dan, 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 you know, it's like, yes. It's fun, it's fun to experiment with that with the band and sitting around and, like, throwing ideas in on how we can do that. But then you can't have that too long. <laughs> you got to get back into the good... You know, it's like, <laughs> take a left and punch him on the right, you know, jab, jab. Or yeah, you're... Uppercut, uppercut, bye. I find myself, I, I, you know, I just, I just heard about, I'll be honest, I just heard about you guys a few days ago, so for the past three days, I've been um, on a crash course of just your music and learning everything that I can about you guys, and I have the songs going through my head, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so infectious, it's like I can't get them out of my head, and it's just, and that's good, and then it's... I appreciate that, it means a lot. It's for up. someone who listens to a lot of bands and sees a lot of bands out there, when you have a band that just sticks to your head and you can get them out of your head, that's an awesome sign, and, you know, you guys are just... I think you guys are in a good... You guys are going to make it big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys sounds will. Good, sounds good to me. I like that. Can you tell everybody... Everyone, please <laughs> listen <laughs> to Pacific Radio because these guys are amazing. I'm not just saying it. Um, it's very rare for me to like an entire album, but every single song is just, it's, it's awesome. And everyone has to listen to it. And I know you guys are mostly popular on the West Coast, but the East Coast. I'm sure you guys will eventually. Yeah, when are you guys coming? Are you guys ever coming to the East Coast? Man, we 
see, we've been building this album, and, and we recorded it ourselves with this this guy named Eric Weaver, who's insanely uh, creative and a, and a cast man. And he's, he's a great guy. Yes, he was. But, a, uh, he was nominated. Was he nominated for a Grammy? A Grammy, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for, for, which, which is, you know, <laughs> and he's stuck with us. He's like, he, he believes in us as much as we do. And, and he's like a fifth member at this point. He, yeah. He's great, man. But, but it, like, like the detail in the room with Eric Weaver there is insane. Like, I wanted to junk up a guitar sound one time. This is just a little story. I'm going to go off on the Eric Weaver because we appreciate him so, so damn much. Sure. Like, like, so I wanted to junk up a guitar sound. It sounded too clean to me. And I was like, how can we do this? And I noticed a boombox, an old 80s boombox in the corner of the studio. And I was like, is there any way we could get a guitar in this? Weaver was like, absolutely, let's do it. And we pulled out the boombox and we plugged the guitar through the boombox and cranked it so the speakers were blared and, and mic'd it up. And I was like, all right, we're ready to go. He's like, no, 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 we got to get two mics on each speaker, we, you know, because one speaker might have a different frequency of shittiness than the other one and we got to figure out which one we like best. Or blend them both. I'm like, you are insane, but let's do it, man. <laughs> it's like, what, what? What level of junkiness, and how do we mix the stereo boombox speakers? I, I that never crosses my mind. But to him, he, he comes from that background where, like every every little thing's gonna count in the end. So we got to do it now. It's, it's great. But onto the west coast or onto the east coast, we've been waiting for this album to come out, you know. Okay. And we're finally done. And, and like like a year ago, we thought we were finished in a few months. And we were like, let's wait for the album until we do a big push. Let's wait for the album because you know you need something in your hand to be like. As antiquated as CDs are, it's important to have at least something people can go online to and be like, album, 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 album. So we wanted to get this first one out of the way, and now I think we're going to fire off a lot of miles on the band and get it out there. Yeah. And I, we're going to we, go, we're gonna, we're gonna go old school. We're, try, we're incorporating the, uh, you know, the viral online push and all that <laughs> stuff, but we really think that with our style and our, our, our brand of music, it's good to sh get out there because our live show is incredible too. I I cannot. Not to toot the own the, my own horn or anything like that, but we're we we surprise a lot of people that come to our shows. As soon as I know you guys are coming to the East Coast, I'm there. And um, if you ever want to start somewhere in the East Philadelphia, I'm not just saying that because I'm the Philadelphia correspondent, but Philly, when it comes to music, they're extremely open-minded and. Um, Philly has started the careers of a lot of bands. So Philadelphia is a place nice. to, to be. I and mean, you guys need to come to Philly. <laughs> and I'll be there. Hey, we're, we're, so, we're, we're insanely open to, the, to everything. You know? It's just about putting something together at this point. And there's been so much work at the end of this album that right now, we're, this last two weeks, we're kind of going a little crazy and our heads going, we don't have things to do every day and i think tour planning is the next step in it but philly here we come yeah come. philly you you need to come to philly i you guys um i know you guys love doing small shows but you guys also did an an incredible show called um bottle rock festival in napa and the bottle rock yeah it was great the lineup was amazing and you guys um there's another band there that I that I enjoy a lot, and they're also from um, California, the Shelters. 
but um, shelter. the shelters. Yeah, they're another uh -huh. great band. But um, Tom Petty. I mean, were you guys there on Saturday when Tom Petty performed? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, we were there all weekend. You were there all weekend. That yeah. That must have been because that was back in September, and um, it was, was it in May? Back yeah. In, back in May. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it been, yeah, and then we were like literally the the only unsigned band that we we got in on a lot of hard work and, and and getting at the right people at the right time and living in LA and having connections and our guitar players from Napa, okay, where the festival was held, and and we just worked real hard and got it, and that was incredible. That was insane to us, but then we found out like the other bands and the Foo Fighters and Modest Mouse and Warren G. What? Yeah, and yeah, the Roots. We, we, played, we played the same stage as Warren G. Yeah, and the Roots. The Roots are from Philly. That's a Philly band. And um, I the was roots, like, oh, yeah. The Roots are incredible. Love them. I mean, I was like, wow. But, um, yeah, you guys, and I guess your video, um, I was watching your video, Camaro. Is, and you guys have some, is that a clip? You have, you guys are guess have some clips from yeah that's, uh, that, that, that's a bottle rock clip that yeah. was like our that was our tour up to bottle rock we, we did shows on the way and on the way back and around there and then we did a second east coast the west coast i'm sorry you got me thrown off of the east coast <laughs> we did a second tour up to seattle and back okay uh a few months back and it's kind of a just little clips from here and then on, on the road but but the main thing was that bottle rock that was, yeah. that was great we went out and and, like, so we didn't have the greatest time slot, but we were by the, our, our, there, there are three stages, two mains, and then one, like, the biggest stage I've ever played, a small stage to, say, the Dave Girls of the world. But, it, you know, it's a festival stage. And we, and we started out with literally 100 people watching the band before us. Wow. And by the end of it, we, we had... I, someone that does festivals is like you had like twelve, thirteen hundred people watching you because as wow. people were walking in the festival, we were playing and people just started flocking. And other bands were playing on the main stage too. And we weren't like the only band to see, but people were like interested in what was going on with this little band on on this that they've never seen or heard about. And it was it was great. I'm I'm very flattered by the yeah. outcome from Bottle Rock. Are are you a Tom Petty fan? Do you like Tom Petty? I like Tom Petty a whole lot. A whole I'm, lot. I'm, a, I'm a songwriter. How can a songwriter not like um, Tom yes, Petty? Yes, <laughs> he's amazing. And I guess for you guys to be on the same bill, on the same show where he was performing, I was that must be the most incredible feeling in the world. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And then, you know, the, the tragedy of this year of him. It's it's just it. That was such a bad day. Um, I you know I remember it was October second, and it was just it was such a bad day. I, I you know I had surgery that day, and then after my surgery, I I, re I was reading the news, and it was like Tom Petty passed. I was like, what? <laughs> I was in the hospital yeah. crying, and I I did cover Tom Petty, and I was like, here I am after surgery. I'm trying to like. To write to my editor, I'm like, oh my gosh, you, we need to, you know, put the pictures that I took of him up on our website. You know, it was just a crazy day, and and as you said, as, as a songwriter, he's just amazing. And yeah. um, and, and 
And the little details, they, they had that documentary come out about him. It was, it was a, a monster of a documentary. I think it was on Netflix. But all the little details of what he's done for not just his own songwriter and his own band, but the community around him. Exactly, you know? yeah. Uh, like the industry and, and fellow writers and how it just helps him and he's this positive push in everybody's life. He's, he's one of the good ones. Yeah, he was one of the, the good guys out there. And speaking mm-hmm. of songwriters, who does most of the songwriting in your band? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I basically I basically record the demos. Okay. So I, I, get, I get an idea. And, and then I'll, I'll sit around my house and then, like, plunk it out on guitars and get the melodies and the words and then bring it into the band. And if it's exciting to them, we'll move on from there and everybody will, will incorporate their, and their addition to it, you know? And, and it's a cool process because, you know, if it's, if it's junk, we don't do it. If, right. if, it's, if everybody's not into it, you know? And everyone is so talented, and and you're only as strong as your weakest player. I get I, that's how I see it. And every yeah. every single person in your band is, is is so strong with with everything that they do. Do you mind going around and, and giving us the names of of your band members so that everyone out there gets to know them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, Joe Styler is, is on base, and I've been with him for. For years and years, I was in a band prior to this band with him, okay. a punk rock band around Los Angeles. Okay. And then when that thing, when that collapsed, me and him just started like recording the demos. I was learning to record the demos, and we were like, "Let's try this," you know, maybe. But I was never a singer before this band, so with his push, yeah. we kind we kind of started developing this thing. People were like, "You got to do this," you know. A few songs later, they're like, "Why don't you get out and play this?" So that's kind of how the band started. With, with, uh, and then we recorded a demo with this guy named Kyle. And it was we were a three-piece, guitar, bass, and drums. And I was playing guitar and singing all the parts, and I was like, if we, you know, there's a lot of guitar parts. And I can't be hitting pedals and singing and, and be interesting on stage the whole time and be doing all this stuff. We probably need another guitar player. And we asked Kyle, the guy recording us, and now he's our guitar player, and he's great. <laughs> It was just a fluke in the system. We were like, Kyle, would you be interested in playing the guitar in our band? Because he was already playing in this other band. Yeah. Now, this is a complicated web I'm weaving. But our, our drummer at the time left the band. So Kyle in the other band that he was in was like, this drummer's amazing. He sight-reads music. He, uh, he plays with orchestras, and he's a hard-hitting rock world drummer. And we were like, let's try him out. And then he became our drummer, and that's Hike. Um, and that's the band. That's how, it, that's how it evolved. Yeah, it's it's all about chemistry. I, I don't think people realize how hard it is to have a, a, a successful band, and I think you guys are an extremely successful band. And it's all about chemistry, and it's a very hard thing to do. It's like, I hear, you know, I have kids, they're in band, you know, they play music. I've seen some shows, but it, I don't think people really understand how hard it is to be a really good band. And I think yeah. you guys are—you guys are right there. And I also find it interesting about your uh, your style, your sense of style. And I'm like, I'm looking at the videos, and everyone seems to be so different. Like you, like you have a different sense of style than the drummer. <laughs> what kind of style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is yeah, your style? 
It is. But, it is. And, and, and we all, yeah, it's just cool. It's just, it's just, we're just like a cool group of dudes that happen to be really good musicians and can put on a good show. And that's a denomination for rock and roll, you know? <laughs> Now, how um, how did you know? At what point did you know you wanted to be in a band? Me personally, I've been in band since high school. Since high school, so. and then I moved, and then I moved from Minnesota to Los Angeles, and I was I was going through a Craigslist ad, and I, I wasn't going to play music out here, but I went in and played with this this group who was looking for a guitar player, and we were like, let's go for it, and then that turned into something. And then uh, during that whole process, I had been writing, you know, like my own songs, like Kitchen Table. That was written way before the band started. And I had been playing that on, like, an acoustic guitar for, you know, drunk people around a fire. And then that was, like, a song I just wrote. And I didn't think I would do anything with it because I never thought I'd be in that position in a band to be doing that. Mm. (laughs) But... But yeah, I mean, that band took off and then everything just evolved into what it is right now. And, and you know, it becomes, it, it becomes an addiction almost. Yes. The, the, the whole, the music thing and the people you meet and the, being on stage, being in a studio and the creative process in the studio is so interesting. And so, so it's such a good environment to just... It is. It's a, like, it's, it's good vibe. Music for me is always good. And whenever there's good music and you have you know, good friends, good musicians. It's a, it's a release of everyday right. stress. Yeah, and we're, we're all good, working, driven, hard, hard-working dudes who are like, like, there's not a bad egg in the band. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and and you can tell you can you can every, see it. everybody contributes their shit and gets shit done, and let's just let's do what we have to do, and it, it's great. And it's very, it's very obvious because I could, it's fun, your, your music is just fun and I can tell you guys just by the sound and even the videos, it's, it's more than a band, it's a family, it's a friendship and it's fun, it's a fun time and I can tell you guys really enjoy being Pacific Radio. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now with all these amazing musicians that we've lost in the past few years if you were to add one more member of one of the amazing musicians we've recently lost who would it be good question <laughs> this, this is a good one this is a good one and we already mentioned tom petty tom petty'd be my go-to your tom wow he he was my but, he, but uh, as far as like 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 style, you you, you got to go with Bowie and Prince. Uh, which Bowie? Seventies yeah. Bowie, eighties Bowie, nineties Bowie. Let's start us. Let's go start Because <laughs> I'm an I. It's so funny. I I grew up in the eighties, so my Bowie is eighties Bowie. So when I hear people talking about Stardust Bowie, I'm like, who? <laughs> well, so, who's that? Who's that guy? Yeah, yeah. He, he evolved. He changed, but he was always piece of himself in that cool David Bowie, you know. So you would impressive. have you would have Tom Petty as a, Oh yeah, that's a all right, I, Tom Petty would be your right. songwriter, singer, bass player. Songwriter would be songwriter, okay. This, I got it now. <laughs> all right. 
so so in the studio and hanging out and and having a and going to happy hour would be Tom Petty. Tom Petty. When planning when planning a live show, I'd go with David Bowie. David Bowie. But, but wait, there's one more. <laughs> Style and attitude, I'd bring Prince in. So oh, I got three. So you have three. Nice. I, I got three, and then and then all. Four of us would go see Johnny Cash at the end of the day. <laughs> I love it. You, you know, and right. with your style, it would totally work because you guys are just... <laughs> <laughs> they would love you too. I'm sure David Bowie's looking down and saying, damn, this band rocks. <laughs> that, that mustache, man, that mustache. It's that mustache. You got to love the mustache. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, I love it. I'm a child from the 80s. It just reminds me of Magnum P.I. And it's just like 70s, like I said, 70s porn. It's just, it's awesome. You guys are amazing. <laughs> it's, just a sex, it's a sexy decision, I It's sexy. It's a sexy decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so where can we all... Um, Get a copy of your album when it comes out on December on, on, Yeah, right now you can pre-order it uh, from our website and uh, iTunes. You can. You, we'll get it on. We're, we're, we're releasing it on iTunes. Now, are you? And uh, yes. Uh, are you guys doing a vinyl uh, a vinyl album too, or just? We're debating a, that right now. Oh. It's, it's leaning towards yes on that. I love. But we're going to start with. Uh, I mean, I mean, people want something tangible, you know. They want something they can have in their, their hands. And, and CDs are good for 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 touring and like a family member who, an uncle who has a CD player. Right. But everyone else, everyone else is doing Spotify and downloading from from iTunes and Apple Music and whatnot. I'm old-fashioned. All, all which will be available to anyone who wants to enjoy <laughs> the music. If you want to do vinyl, I'm old-fashioned. I, I like I. There's a few bands that have stuff on vinyl, and then they they have the little thing inside where you can download on to your computer. I still listen to vinyl. Yep. I listen to a record player. That's what I. That's what I listen to most of the time. I listen to my records, and that's, I think that's fantastic. It's just it's it's what I grew up with, and I just love the sound of the needle and you know the noise in the background and you know the analog and. There's just something about it, and I think with your music, I, you guys kind of remind me of like '80s, '70s, '80s. I guess um, it would go great. And if you ever have it on vinyl, I'm buying it. <laughs> it we, we, like we, I literally had this discussion with with the, the guitarist and the producer one day ago, and then we were like at a bar where all they had was vinyl, and they had a record player, and they had vinyl on the wall that people in the bar could pick out and listen to we were like we have to go vinyl you know it's it's the first record yeah no I and I and, 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 and you're right there's this weird nostalgia and the, the sound and the warmth of a vinyl and a needle and it's, it's it's cool like the process of taking it out and looking at the album and the back of the album and seeing the people involved in making it reading it while you listen to it and like yeah. that thing yeah no, absolutely. I would definitely buy the vinyl. I, I mean, I'm, I'm old-fashioned, I'm, and, you know, you can listen to it on if you want to listen on 
the computer, go on Spotify, I don't know, but vinyl is where I'm at. I, that's what I've, I'm buying all my records, everything that I have on CD, I'm rebuying on vinyl because I just bought a vinyl, uh, a record player, and I'm getting everything on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Well, you'll get one, for, absolutely. <laughs> you're, on the, you're on the list. I'm on the happens. list. I want to... <laughs> Well, um, I don't want to take up any more of your time, Joe. Um, it was amazing talking to you. You guys are... Well, thank you for the phone call. Thank you for the phone call. I, uh, I appreciate that. You, I, I like that you like the album. So I love it. And, you know, I can't express everyone out there listening. Please listen to Pacific Radio. And what is the name of the album Please? again? Pretty But Killing Me. Oh, great title. What is that, ti what, what is that title about? Pretty but killing me. Well, I, uh, there's a song on there called "L.A. Is Pretty But It's yes, Killing Me." But it's killing me. But uh, yeah, when mulling over the, the names for the album, we we, I, I, we were just like, like everything in my life up to this point, the pretty it's the pretty things that'll kill you. Mm. It's like the uh, the excess, you know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the girls, it's the drinking, it's the, the drugs, it's everything in rock and roll that looks appealing is gonna kill you in the end. <laughs> Why not? Why not go for it? You know, it's like anything in excess will kill you. <laughs> it, it, all the all the pretty things will get you, man. <laughs> well, Joe, thank you so much for taking time and talking to Rock at Night. It was a pleasure. Rock at Night, thank you. And you know, and uh, hopefully you'll come to the East Coast. You know, where um, our editor, she's based out of Florida. So if you go to Florida, she can. I'm sure she'll go and check you guys out. If you come to Philly, I'll be there. And um, amazing album! Sounds Congratulations good. on your success. You guys are getting getting up there. And thank you so Appreciate much. That. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Rocket Night. Thank you. You're listening to Rock at Night.